You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 104 of the Aging Starts Now podcast. I'm Chris Johnson, an attorney and partner here at Tagus McGinnis Elder Care Law. Today, we are talking about items to consider when hiring care in the home. Joining us for today's discussion is Jay Schultz, president of Homework Solutions. Welcome, Jay. We're very glad to have you. Thank you, Chris. Happy to be here. Well, so Homework Solutions, I cannot imagine a more important time to be doing this uh, two years into this pandemic and and all of the, uh, you know, fear and everything that this has had on everyone. And I think a lot of people out there just feel much more comfortable staying in their home and having care come to them rather than maybe move into a facility uh, and, and have that uncertainty. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about what is Homework Solutions and, and what do you guys do? Yeah, happy to do so. Uh, you hit the nail on the head in that we are getting lots of calls from people right now asking about what does it mean if they hire somebody to work in their home? What are their obligations as an employer? And for nearly 30 years, that's what we've done. Uh, we actually just celebrated our 29th anniversary. Our business got started uh, back in 1993, um, right before many people remember the name Zoe Baird. She was nominated for Attorney General and uh, it Turned out there was some uh, nanny tax issues, or a household employee had. That's right. Taxes I remember that. Right, and that's when our business boomed. Um, our co-founders had started the business right before that, and suddenly they were overwhelmed with people saying, "I have an employee. I need to get them on the books. I need to understand what my obligations are." And here we are, twenty-nine years later. And we're seeing that same thing. Lots of people whose eyes have been opened to uh, the issues around household employment. Um, there's lots of opportunities in household employment. If you hire a caregiver directly, you really can save a lot in the cost of long-term care. Uh, but there are obligations that come with that. And so at Homework Solutions, again, for 30 years, we've helped people navigate those challenges, what those obligations are. We handle full payroll processing with direct deposit, tax filing, whenever thresholds are met. Um, some clients choose to uh, pay their employees directly and turn to us and say, look, I just want you to handle the filings of taxes at the end of the quarter. But we provide a lot more than just the paperwork. Uh, we provide consultations, we provide guidance, advice, we provide templates for work agreements. And based on our 30 years, we've seen where all these household employment situations can go wrong, where there can be a dispute between an employer and employee. And when we try to help our clients and prospective clients just understand what those pitfalls are and navigate the challenges and try to avoid them. Well, and what a relief because how many people might be hesitant or uh, just fully fully reluctant to not bring in a caregiver because they there are these second and third order ramifications. Taxes need to be paid, filings need to be made, and that scares people away. And what a nightmare to, 
to be scared away from the care you need simply because of what I like to refer to as affectionately as the administrivia that, that comes along with all of this. And you guys are able to help sort them, help them sort through that and basically take it off the plate for them, correct? We are. It's interesting. Uh, administrivia, I like that word because that tri- <laughs> trivia is in there. That's a lot of it for us, right? I mean, we navigate these obscure pieces of tax and employment law and help people understand how it impacts them in the household situation because sometimes the laws are different. I mean, we spend a lot of time digging through uh, tax laws, employment laws, uh, minimum wage laws to look for exemptions for household employers and try to help them understand, no, no, this one doesn't apply to you. There is no obligation for you to provide paid leave to your employee. That's a big one right now as we're in the pandemic and many states and cities are passing paid leave requirements related to COVID and saying you must provide your employee up to two weeks of paid leave. But in many cases, those only apply to those with 20 or more employees. So we're trying to stay on top of all the new rules that come out, all that administrivia, uh, (laughs) get simple for our client so that we take the burden off of you. And for a relatively low cost, we're trying to provide all of the service and say, look, what you need to focus on is care for yourself, care for your loved one. It's time with family, not time with taxes. Let us handle that. Let us get your employee paid on Friday morning so that they show up to work on time. They're happy. The paycheck's already done. There is no discussion. You don't have to sit down at the end of the day and do a calculation to figure out hmm, how much am I supposed to pay them this week. That's right. And have to, and not only have to do those calculations, but all of the back end stuff, having to sort through all that stuff yeah. themselves and try and understand the law, which would just be a monumental task that they're just unable to do. What you're really doing is you're empowering these people. You're saying, listen, I am going to make sure that you have access, access you can be comfortable with because you know you're doing the legal things right. You are empowering them and giving them options they wouldn't otherwise have. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, you know, we we believe that we're a mission-driven organization. I mean, we we aim to serve families and make this simple for them. At the same time, we're not only empowering the families, we're empowering the caregivers, right? Because these are people yeah. who for too often have worked in a field that's been overlooked, it's been mistreated, they have not been treated as the professionals that they are. And this pandemic, if it's taught us anything, it's to value the work that many others are doing that might have been overlooked in the past. And these caregivers that help our households run. They take care of our loved ones. They deserve access to unemployment benefits. They deserve access to social security. They deserve access to retirement and opportunities uh, to work with the family to construct a compensation package that minimizes the tax burden, both for employer and employee. Right? That's we right. spend a lot of time con- consulting with our clients about is there a healthcare need for your employee? Can you provide a healthcare reimbursement arrangement? So rather than paying 40,000 a year in pay directly, right, that's all taxed, maybe some of that should be a healthcare reimbursement. And both employer and employee can save on taxes. Is there transportation expenses that can be reimbursed? So we work through all those things uh, to, as you say, empower both employer and employee to take advantage of the tax code to minimize their tax obligations and, and minimize the administrative burden. I love that. And I, and I love that you refer to them as professionals because they very much are. And if anyone ever questioned that before, after two years of this pandemic, I don't think they do it anymore. And the best is the way you're describing it. It's a win-win. Absolutely. Both parties are winning in this. Everyone's better off for your services. So let's, let's get down to the nitty gritty then. If someone okay. wants to pay a friend to watch mom or dad for a few hours a day, what are the factors they should be considering on this, on uh, your side of things? 
Gotcha. So the very first thing to think about is when you hire somebody to work in your home, someone's the employer, right? And what it all comes down to is who controls the work. So the IRS has uh, Publication 926. We, we refer to that jokingly. That's the Bible of household employment right, <laughs> from the tax perspective. So look right. at IRS Publication 926 if you really want to dive into the weeds. But what that says in short is who controls the work. Whoever controls the work is the employer, and the employer has tax obligations. So if you're setting the hours when a caregiver is working, you're controlling the work. If you are telling them what work needs to be done, if you're giving them a to-do list, um, oftentimes people want to say, well, I have an independent contractor. I'm just telling them to stop by and check on mom and dad. And uh, I can understand that, but there's a question about, can they subcontract that out to somebody else? If they can't, that's a factor that says you're controlling the work. So people often want to say, I'm not really the employer, but almost always you are. And we've <laughs> talked to the IRS about this a lot. And, and it always comes back saying, no, you, this is a household employment situation. So that's the very first thing to remember. Then the question is, what are your obligations? So as an employer, you need to establish a federal employer identification number. You need to get state tax accounts that are open because you have to file unemployment taxes, both federal and state. You have to uh, withhold FICA tax from your employee and pay FICA taxes. And forgive me, I'll backtrack there. You don't necessarily have to withhold it from your employee, but you as the employer have an obligation to make sure the federal government receives the FICA taxes to fund right. Social Security and Medicare. So uh, many people will choose to cover that on behalf of their household employee, but um, that's really the, the two main obligations people need to think about is I have, as an employer from the federal perspective, uh, I have FICA taxes to pay to fund Social Security and Medicare. I have unemployment taxes to pay. I may choose to withhold income tax from the employee as a convenience for the employee. I'm not required to. Uh, household employment's the one space in this country where you're not required to withhold income taxes from your employees. Pay. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a, it, it complicates work for us a little bit. Yeah, I'll bet it um, does. We recommend people do it because you never want your employee to be surprised at the end of the year that they have a tax bill. That's right. right. Far too often, we have people come to us and say, hey, I hired a caregiver for mom. And, um, you know, she was there all last year. I was just paying her, you know, $500 a week. And um, now she came to me and told me she had a tax bill. I need to give her a bonus. Okay, you can give her a bonus and cover that tax bill, but that bonus is also taxable. So now you're paying more <laughs> in taxes. So uh, it's best to think about withholding too. And, uh, you know, Basically, think of these individuals as professionals, right? You want to, to pay them weekly or biweekly, whatever is required in your state. You want to withhold income taxes. Um, if you're withholding income taxes uh, at the federal level and the state level, you do need to open a state income tax account, withholding tax account, um, and handle those filings. Tax filings usually are on a quarterly basis at the state level. Uh, some states do allow for annual filing. Uh, and then you have the federal tax filing of your Schedule H each year, which is done for household employers with their 1040. So this is one place where household employment is very different than uh, traditional payroll. Uh, most businesses have at least quarterly filings to do on the federal side. Household employers have to file the Schedule H at the end of the year. We recommend you're making payments to the federal government along the year um, so that you don't have a big tax bill at the end of the year. Right. Um, but the Schedule H is the document that's used along with your personal income tax return at the end of the year. Okay. And so really, not only are you making them, keeping them in compliance, but you're giving them best practices as yes. well so that they don't get tripped up. So yeah. uh, there's going to be a lot of people out there who say, well, I've gotten along with it. 
you know, doing it this way. We yeah. just pay them and it just, it just works itself out. What, what do you tell the person? Why do they need to be concerned about taxes, overtime rules, workers' yeah. comp? Yeah. Uh, we tell them exactly that, that you're right. Usually it does work out and it's fine. But in household employment, every employment relationship comes to an end. Right, it does. I mean, we, we see it in nannies, you know, the children age out and uh, the nanny is no longer needed and they're moving on to another job. And when these employment relationships end, there's a question of does it, does it always end well? And it doesn't every time. Sometimes there's a dispute about, well, I wasn't paid overtime for all those weeks when I stuck around for an extra two hours because you got stuck at work. And I will tell you, whenever there's a wage and hour dispute that goes to court, the first thing you need to provide as an employer is records of timesheets and pay stubs. You need to be able to show that those timesheets match the pay stubs and employees were paid on time and accurately. In addition to that, um, another place that it can really go wrong is an injury in the household. Oh, absolutely. So if an employee gets hurt working in your home, they may not be covered under your homeowner's insurance because that is not a guest in your home. Not all homeowner's policies cover a household employee Right? Oh, wow. Because they're not thinking that, you know, the insurance company doesn't want to cover, you know, five different employees that you have working in your home for various things. So you need to think about getting workers' comp insurance. It's not required in every state. It is in most. Um, but a workers' comp policy is something you should think about. It, we recommend that people first go to their existing homeowner's provider and ask, is uh, workers' comp covered under my existing policy for the caregiver I'm hiring for mom and dad? If it's not, can I get a rider added to my policy? Usually you can, and the cost is about the the equivalent of uh, an annual premium is about one week's care. Um, you know, the same amount that that one week of care would cost. Uh, and then uh, if your existing homeowner's provider does not offer coverage, um, we have some partners that we work with who can help place coverage for you. But those are the two big things I'd point out that are risks after the fact where, where something goes wrong. It's a dispute over overtime or obligations. You know, I wasn't really planning to do the laundry. I didn't think that was part of my job description. And now I'm being asked to, I want to be paid more. Right? Having those things spelled out early in a work agreement is really important. And making sure that you as the employer are protected from lawsuits, both for unpaid overtime and workers' comp issues. Yeah, that lawsuit issue is one of those things. And I, I, I see that in other realms. And I always tell people, you know, it, it is, there, there is a small possibility or probability that it'll happen to you in a lot of realms. But when yeah. it's, when it's your turn and when it does happen to you, if you haven't done the right things, it is an exceedingly painful process yes, it and it is a life lesson learned that you will never get wrong again. And, and the goal is to be ahead of that, is to not learn that lesson the hard way. Don't touch the hot stove, no. you know, bring on Jay's team and, and don't ever worry about that. I tell clients, I want your pet, your head to hit the pillow at the end of the night and for you to sleep soundly. Right. And that's what you're going to help them do. Uh, so if someone's considering paying a family friend or family member, what should be their first step? What is what is step number one? I want to hire this person. What am I doing? Yeah, I would tell you the first thing you should do, go check out our website. Go to homeworksolutions.com. We have a knowledge center there. And that knowledge center is, again, built on our 30 years of experience of the key things you need to think about. We have a document that's our guide to household payroll. That is a simplified explanation of what your obligations are as an employer. And then within that knowledge center, we've got countless articles that you can search to see, okay, I, I with this family member or this caregiver that we're hiring, um, 
we want to think about a compensation package and you know what's of interest to them and us is how can we minimize our taxes by providing a healthcare reimbursement. We've got all kinds of articles about the details of things like that and how you do those. We also have state-specific tip sheets. And this is really the first thing I think you should look at, no matter what state you're in. Grab our tip sheet because it explains what your obligations are in that state, what your filing frequencies are for unemployment taxes. Um, is there a paid leave requirement? What's minimum wage? What are overtime requirements in your state? People often don't think about this. You can't just hire a caregiver and say, hey, you know what? You're going to work uh, kind of whenever we say, I'm going to pay you a salary of you know, 50000 a year. It doesn't work like that in household employment. The Fair Labor Standards Act says household employees must be eligible for an hourly overtime rate. In some states, uh, overtime must come at a premium Right, you must pay a time and a half. Not yep. in all states. Some ha- some states allow household employees, particularly those who are live-in employees, to be paid overtime hours at their regular pay rate. But you need to understand what the rules are in your state. Um, th- I mentioned earlier how you can have a lower cost of care through a direct hire situation in in the senior care companion care space. Um, And these overtime rules are one of those places because if you hire an agency to provide a caregiver for, uh, for your loved one, that agency has to pay overtime to the caregivers for anything that they're working over 40 hours in a week. But if you yourself hire a caregiver who's a live-in caregiver, you may not have to pay overtime. So understand the rules in your state really early so that you can take your budget and find the best caregiver and stretch that budget as far as you can to get the the most uh, hours of care that you can out of it. And that that's, makes that's sense. a big goal for us. Yeah, I mean, we want to help people understand those overtime rules, find the yep. tax savings, and work within their budget to hire the best caregiver that they can and, and give that caregiver the benefits that they deserve. Okay. Now, here, I'll put you on the spot for a second. Just a little a, 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 a trivia piece here. Yeah. Is there anything state-specific about Tennessee that sticks out or that you you know at your fingertips like, hey, uh, that is either unusual or just noteworthy? Well, I mean, we all know Tennessee doesn't have income tax, so uh, yep. people, people like that piece. Um, they, everyone loves that piece. Yeah. Um, off the top of my head, I believe Tennessee is a state where if you have a live-in caregiver, um, you are not subject to uh, a premium rate for overtime pay. Oh, there you go. So, so there's a great little yeah. nugget out there absolutely. for people. Yeah, that's absolutely. exactly what I was fishing for. Yeah, so that's so, a big one for, you know, for if you need high volumes of, of care, right? Uh, if you've got a great caregiver and they're going to work for 60 hours a week for you, um, that extra 20 hours a week, that's a big difference in hiring them directly versus going yep. through an agency. And we love to see it when, when people recognize that and they take some of that savings and they give it to the caregiver. Yep. Right. They say, you know, I'm going to pay you a better rate because you, you deserve it. And, and I want the, the, the right person for mom and dad because we all know how hard it is to hire a caregiver, right? Oh, and yeah. To find the right person that's going to be there caring for you or your loved one every day. You got to have the right match. That's right. Well, I love that. Well, so let's do this. How do people start with you? How do they, do you charge for a consult when people reach out and, and want to use your services? What do, what do they do? So uh, just give us a call. We don't charge for a consult. More than probably half the phone calls we take, uh, people never become our client. Um, we spend a lot of time educating people about what their obligations are. And let's be honest, lots of people don't put their household employees on the books. I mean, we, we've studied this. We've worked with a guy, an economist who does research for the IRS, and it's a really low rate of compliance. Um, but we're seeing more interest in, 
wage and hour compliance from the Department of Labor and from the IRS. And so we're yep. seeing a pickup. We're also seeing employees start to demand the benefits that they deserve. And so you're seeing interest from them as well. Uh, to get started with us, give us a call. We'll walk through your situation, understand what state you're in. We'll get you that state-specific tip sheet so you understand what the rules are in your state. Um, and then for our service, uh, if you want to move forward, we charge a $100 setup fee where we take care of obtaining all your state tax accounts, obtaining your federal employer identification number. We handle new hire reporting. We get everything set up and ready to begin processing payroll with your employee on day number one. Uh, we have an initial call with our client to make sure that everything is in order, the employee is going to get paid the right rate, that we're tracking the leave accruals that you want in place. Uh, happy to talk about work agreements and to give you the templates for work agreements that we have built over the years. We recommend that everybody have one of those in place with their employee. Whether you're hiring somebody to care for mom and dad for 10 hours a week or 60 hours a week, have a work agreement in place so there's never a dispute about what the obligations are and uh, you know what happens upon termination. Is there a confidentiality agreement as a piece of this? All those are important. We give away those, those away for free. I mean, we, we want people to have a starting point so that they can jump into this and feel confident that they're checking all the boxes, they're not missing anything. Um, after that initial setup, our service costs for biweekly payroll, $200 a quarter. Um, and all you have to do, you can utilize the tools uh, through our website and allow your caregivers to track their time. You can review and approve. Uh, we have clients who say, you know what, I want to set everything up on auto and every single week I want them to be paid for the same number of hours and I will call in and tell you if it changes. So we can we really try to make this all very simple for our client to minimize the amount of time you have to spend on the administrivia. That, I love that word. The uh, Well, that is, I mean, that really sounds to me like an absolute bargain for the peace of mind you're getting uh, in, in your ability to empower both our care professionals that are out there doing God's work every day and for the families who, who are trying to get it right for their parents and get it right for their loved ones. Uh, what a great job to be doing. I love that piece that you said at the end about, hey, a lot of our phone calls are just educating. I know our firm feels the same way. Getting this information out there it you know a high tide raises all boats and getting that information out there to the public makes a huge difference jay i cannot thank you enough we went a little long on time for our typical podcast but i'm telling you there was not one thing uh that i would want our our listening audience to miss in this i appreciate so much you sharing your time your expertise and your knowledge in this area it really matters a lot thanks for the time chris that's it. Well, everybody, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Take Us McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. 
Aging starts now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness. 